Hi, beloved. So, I just... I'm in the middle of hearing maybe four hours of somebody super famous, super popular. And in this particular video, super angry. And, uh... I just got a text from somebody and they just nailed what this season is. It's healing hearts. This person is that I'm listening to is speaking their mind. Um, some of the things they've said are really off the wall. But they're defending it all and they feel strongly about what they're saying. And as I mentioned, I think Last night, uh, I had just been watching a documentary on a famous person from the past who's been really through the court system and really, um, gosh, how do I even describe it, uh, challenged in some of the things that they have been doing. And, uh, And I've also been listening to some believers just preach. And it's astonishing. These are people that I, I mean, I don't know a lot of them, but I love listening to them. It's astonishing how much they can disagree with one another and be very, very, very sure of themselves. And does that mean they're wrong? It doesn't. But it does mean they feel strongly about what they're saying. Could they all be hearing from God? It's not easy to fathom, but of course they can. Um, I mean, you've got people in different cultures today that hear from God and are Christians in different places, and you've got people who are Christians today and were Christians a hundred years ago and a thousand years ago. Um, oh gosh, yes. <laughs> oh gosh, yes. And, you know, you've got different denominations, different languages, um, just different understandings, you know. And you've got the preponderance, you've got the consensus, you've got the, the, the canon keepers, you've got people who feel really confident about their agreement, either with one another or with the past, and so for this particular time in history, those are the folks that are kind of holding the standard, you know? So that when somebody's veering off of that, they're like, yep, yeah, no, you're off. <laughs> you're off. And uh, who knows how wide or how narrow that standard is, but there are some people today who are just really deeply off of that group's radar of acceptability, of acceptable theology. And so I'm, I just have been listening. I haven't been inside like the internet's world of all this until recently, but I really have been recently listening. And some of this listening, I think, comes from having been on a business platform and hearing people have such divergent ideas, just really strongly sure of things. And let's say professionally, maybe civically, but 
not necessarily kindly disagreeing with one another. Some of them being arch enemies, it seems like, and some of them almost professional in there, almost trolling all of the opinions they disagree with and finding words, you know, to say you're wrong. In all of this, in all of this, what I'm seeing is a need for the healing of hearts. These things don't even get on the radar when you're not nations arguing and when you're not economically struggling and when you're not environmentally um, in disagreement, when you're not uh, oriented by gender in different ways in different places, when you don't have so many things kind of on the table at once, and not just in the Supreme Court, but at the dinner table, in the newspapers. Uh, and when you have so many people vying for the microphone, you know, you really see people's hearts. The Lord's really highlighting people's hearts. That's another way of saying like where they're coming from, what they really mean, the spirit of what they're saying. So your heart's an aspect of your soul, right? Your heart and your mind and your will being the basic components of what we would call your soul. But your heart, I heard someone once say, being the gateway of your spirit. And let's say your heart being a place where the spirit dwells, right? Where your spirit and the spirit live. And not that they are not existent in other places, right? You're not, <laughs> we're not these compartmentalized sort of sections and subsections, but we are, we are people with areas, you know, we do have arenas. There is a, a geography where we would call this our hearts and that our minds, you know, that our spirits and how all that can be discerned is even something the Bible mentions, you know, like who can do that? Who can discern between soul and spirit? There is a need for us to heal in our hearts. And God is raising healing centers for hearts to go to, um, safe harbors to learn from, be comforted by, to be strengthened by, um, to receive deliverance from, uh, to come back together. And be made whole in Christ Jesus. And of course there are people who would refuse the help if you say it's in Jesus' name and there are obviously ways to get help from a doctor, from a lawyer, right? From the mailman without confessing Christ. God has really blessed the world. Um, but ultimately, and at some point, all souls will bow the knee, will 
will bow their heads, will will believe that Jesus Christ is the Lord. He is the Son of God. He is the King of Kings. It's His government that will never end. And He's the light that will shine within us, that will feed us our lives forever. Though we will be alive because of Him, we will continually derive light from Him or share light with Him. That is Him and we're all one. Without him, we're nothing. And because of them, because of him, them, really, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, as one, will never die. Okay? This is the hour to care about your heart. And if you don't know what that means, like how to do that, give me a call. If you think, yeah, I'm not really into this whole counseling thing, you know, or even I'm not really trying to go to church or, you know, I don't know about anybody teaching me. Uh, Just keep listening then. And I'll begin posting in different places. And I'll tell you where you can find the things that I'm posting. Uh... And just chew, you know, and just chew. Because I believe that this work, this grace, every living soul needs. We all need it. And we get where we're going through it. I believe that strongly. So you are loved greatly. Not because of who you are, but because of what Jesus did. That being because of who God is in loving us so much. But because of all these things, you now are who you are. And you are so worthy. You are holy. You are royal. You are beloved. You are beloved. And you are unfolding to be who you are in a visible, concrete, manifested, and people in the world might say actualized, like really, in a way that people can see with their natural eyes. It's happening. Uh, the Bible talks about the manifestation of the sons and the daughters of God. Kingdom. Glorifying Jesus, our King. That realm where our lives are worship to him. Okay, you. I bless you. Pray that you have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening. And there will be more to come. This podcast is really beginning right now. What's come before, I've had moments of know revelation and insight and really a lot of gratitude at being able to give you something that I'm chewing on or something I believe God has said but this is my focus this is this is where I'm landing and 
the purpose for me of this, right? My my overarching goal, let's say, is to see people abiding. First cleaving to, like choosing, and then abiding in Christ Jesus and not letting go. And not letting go. And this is something that you are as his eternal companion and home. <laughs> Uh, he's chosen to dwell in you. It's also something you contribute to being because you are in community simply by believing in Christ. You are a member of a body and whether you are an entire like organ, you know, or extremity, an arm or a finger or, you know, a nose (laughs) or an ear or whether you're a cell. You know, a simple, single blood vessel. Um, There are a lot of us. And we cooperate. We, We are together. One, we come together to be together. With him and for him. He is our everything. And he's putting a lot of attention. Father God is actually putting a lot of attention on who we are. And what we're doing here and why that is and what that's going to do. And we, as well as following in that direction, are setting our sails to Jesus and planting ourselves on that rock, anchoring there. And that's where our flag is. That's where our hope is. That's where our prayers come from and go. That's what we're about. And we may question a lot of things that we or people we love or places we live have held on to. But everything that can be shaken will be shaken. And so we want to hold on to him above all else. And when any and everything else is challenged or moving or not what it appeared to be, we can take refuge in the reality and the trustworthiness, the fidelity, the faithfulness, the eternity and the completion, the thoroughness of Christ as our salvation, as our rock. Um, No matter what it looks like, no matter how it seems, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Okay. So as I close, let me just offer uh, breadcrumbs, right? Chew on some word. Um, Move your body a little bit. Allow yourself to be hugged physically if you can. Um, but get some encouragement, some nourishment in you, some heartening. Don't forget that, like having a vitamin. Have some time, whether that's three minutes, five minutes, an hour, two hours. Have some dedicated, devoted time to the Lord to worship Him. Just to be with him 
you might think, well, what is that? You know, what's that doing? It's knitting you to him and with him. The way that it would be if you were with a person. You just shared time with them, dedicated, gave them your attention. It's drawing you closer. And uh, claim who you are. Remind yourself, rehearse that and what God did and why. And remember that he is pleased with you, not because of something that you've done, but because of who he said you are. Own that sonship, that daughtership. Um, And if you find yourself questioning and you think, well, why would I question? Today you might say that. (laughs) But on another day, if you find yourself going, you know, contact somebody. Be reminded of the truth. Don't wallow in isolation and depression and growing grudges. And don't do that to yourself. And remember, treating yourself well, taking care of you, you're helping everybody in the boat. Do you know what I mean? If you're on a team and you watch, let's say, a game, and there's just one player over there who doesn't seem to care or somebody who never catches the ball or somebody who doesn't run very fast at all or one who runs in the opposite direction. The team is everybody, whether it's the quarterback or the goalie or the point guard. Um, you very much matter. If a blade of grass matters, if a sparrow matters, if a drop of rain matters, You very much matter. And it's not that those things don't matter. In fact, it is our privilege to believe that all of creation matters very much. The last thing I'll mention is thank God and pray. These are super simple things, but the chewing of the word, getting the word in you little bit by little bit, affirming what you know is true, allowing yourself to learn who you are, having time with Jesus. Um, All the things I've mentioned, praying, worshiping, um, these are all going to help you be anchored, be steady, uh, be focused. Whether you're with people or by yourself, you are very much um, joined to the body and it will be very much a help to you to be engaged on some corporate level meaning having some relationship with some local body uh it's great internet there's nothing wrong with internet church but have somebody know you you know and know somebody have somebody's phone number um have somebody praying for you and pray for somebody just experience the blessedness of that connectedness and if you happen to go to a church where you are sort of anonymous where there's just thousands upon thousands of people um, shake somebody's hand that you sit around or open go into the chat you know what I mean when you're listening to the sermon and there's thousands of people with you listening in go in and say something to somebody just get connected get connected And if for whatever reason you live on an island, 
um, you're about to go off the grid, you know, you're going to go live in the wild somewhere, um, please remember, you are not alone. Not only are there Christians um, that are your family in Christ, but there are holy angels. There's a heavenly host, and there are more for you than again you. Um, and God is right there, and Jesus is right there, and Holy Spirit is right there. And I say all these things because things are changing and shifting, and we do need to be clear about the gospel, about that which we live for, about that being preeminent, and about our allowing God to heal our hearts. You can have everything else going on, but if your heart is all broken, you'll have challenges beyond your ken, beyond your pay grade, beyond your own understanding. And that's not something you need in the coming season, right? To the degree that you're able, let God heal your heart. I love you.